Welcome to Accelerate OC, the only show focused on the people leading innovation in Orange County. Join our host, Carrie Ransom, and his conversations with the trendsetters, entrepreneurs, investors, and leaders here, because it's time to Accelerate OC. Good morning. Welcome to Accelerate OC. I'm Carrie Ransom, and along with my engineer, Paul, thank you for making us always sound so good here at Accelerate OC. Uh, today's episode is sponsored by my friend Jeff Martin from Collective Genius. Uh, Jeff and his group at Collective Genius, they build high-performing teams. They uh, do that for venture-backed growth companies and venture capital firms. And one of his offerings that I particularly like, uh, especially this time of year, is called Peak Planning. And it's an off-site facilitated leadership session where he has tools to really help align a leadership team around the three-year vision of a company, a one-year plan, and those quarterly OKRs that uh, companies want to put in place. And he also provides a bunch of tools to help them stay on track. And at this time of year, we're starting to get into the fourth quarter. Always a good time to think about 2020, what's ahead for a leadership team, and Jeff can help uh, really bring that to life. So uh, if you're interested in peak planning, let me know. I'm happy to introduce you to Jeff. I'm super excited to have my friend Fuad Hassan here today. And before we hear about his uh, amazing story, and I'm sure some great words of wisdom uh, as an entrepreneur and a leader, let me tell you a little bit about him. He was most recently the CEO of a company here called Bonti, which was a biotech startup that he co-founded back in 2015. And it was focused in the area of biologics where he saw there was really a need. He was right as well as the company had amazing success and was acquired by Allergan about a year ago. Uh, before Bonte, he was actually an executive at Allergan. So he left Allergan to start Bonte only to then sell Bonte back. Uh, great story, and, and he'll tell us more about that. But he was focused there in areas of biologics development and manufacturing, and I think that was where a lot of the genesis of the idea came from. So we'll learn more for sure. He's had an amazingly successful career in the biopharmaceutical industry and was at both big companies, Baxter and Regeneron, before Allergan. He has developed really a, an amazing reputation, as I've talked to a lot of other people here in Orange County, uh, as an innovator and a leader in the industry. And he's already at work on his next venture called Ornovi, which he's committed and is going to build right here in Orange County. And so you can see why I'm bringing him on Accelerate OC as Fuad's very committed to the opportunities to really innovate here in our community. He's currently on the board of an organization called Biofarm, as well as Octane. He's a great example of an entrepreneur driving innovation and making it happen here in Orange County. Fuad, it's great to have you here. Pleasure to be here, Kerry. Well, let's get to the starting line. Uh, as I teased, uh, you know, you did a, a really interesting thing by leaving Allergan, starting Bonte. Um, introduce the audience to that story. I grew up in Silicon Valley, and just being in the ecosystem, apparently there is a you know a bug in my head about mm -hmm. uh, being an entrepreneur. Uh, obviously, uh, I started with a scientist, uh, focusing on developing new medicines for going after unmet needs in oncology space. And at Allergan, I was working on very cool technologies uh, in ophthalmology. And uh, the greatest drug that I uh, like is Botox, which mm -hmm. people don't realize 60% uh, of the Botox 
applications for uh, medical use, for therapeutic use, and things like migraine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and being in that environment, you're always looking for um, you know, next innovation. What's what, how, what can I do to make things better, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you about Ornovi for that reason as sure. well. Too. There's a link to that. Being in R&D for some time and you know finding different applications, I always wanted to that at some point in my career, I want to you know be an entrepreneur and, mm-hmm. and take the experience that I built uh, and and take it to the next level. Uh, biotech is a bit different than high tech, where you see a lot of entrepreneurs that are much more early early age and uh, coming after colleges and whatnot. Uh, in biotech, you know, most of the entrepreneurs you would see they would go to corporate and they will come after that, take the experience that they have mm-hmm. gained and, and develop a new opportunity. Uh, that for me triggered in 2014 when Elegant was uh, being. Uh, uh, taken in a hostile bid by a company called Valiant, mm-hmm. and I thought this would be a good time to do something different, and um, and I followed that um, that approach uh, and the mentality. And in 2015, um, you know, I uh, got a team together uh, after I left Oregon. Uh, in May, I left Oregon. June, I founded the company with the team, and I started Bonti, focusing on next generation neurotoxin, which is obviously uh, what Botox is 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 about. I mean, Botox has done great, but there are other Similar types of molecules that you know this mm-hmm. this class has that can provide unmet need in both aesthetic application and medical uh, application. So so we started with that idea, and in, in about three years, you know, we made great progress. And being small and nimble, you can achieve more than a big company. And and we were able to create value for the company that resulted in our M and A last year. Really, really great story. So as you you talk about the the hostile maneuver that uh, Valiant was pursuing of Allergan at the time as sort of the genesis. Did you fear, because I think a lot of people when that was happening thought, okay, they're going to buy Allergan. They're going to cut way back on R and D and just kind of you know, milk the cash flow. Did you sort of see that as an opportunity to say, these, there's going to be a ton of research and development opportunity outside yeah. if this goes through, ultimately it didn't go through, but Right. Is that really what what spurred it for you? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, one of the amazing things people don't realize is that Allegan's been around in Orange County for sixty plus years. Yes. So, in fact, they only had three, four CEOs, I, th- I believe. Right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, Gavin Herbert basically started this whole organization mm-hmm. many, many years ago. And when that event was taking place, you kind of knew that the dynamics will change. Mm-hmm. You know, it won't be the same Allegan yes. you know, that's been around here for a long period of time. And in fact, it happened when the company got acquired by Activist. They still kept the name. Allergan, but the headquarter moved to Dublin, Ireland, and with the U.S. Mm-hmm. operation in, in, in New Jersey. So this Irvine campus has been a, a thriving campus for 4,000 people. wasn't the same anymore, right? And, and obviously, you know, different management, different focus areas. So that, to me, was a trigger that, you know, some of the things that we were able to do in the old Allergan, the innovation that we were going after, and especially, you know, um, you know, thriving in this ecosystem in Orange County, wasn't going to be the same, so I thought it'd be good to uh, take the matters in your own hand sure. and, and 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 build the opportunity uh, and stay local as much as possible. I mean, this is a great, you know, place uh, for innovation. Where, especially in ophthalmology and skincare, I mean, we are the center of excellence. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think a lot of people, if you look at other innovation communities or innovation ecosystems out there, would point to that. M&A activity or liquidity activity. I mean, Allergan was obviously public here for a long time, but but my impression from the outside was always that people stayed there for long periods of time. It was a great yeah. place to work. You could sort of have your cake and eat it too. You could have a, a very good living, but also work on innovative things. But often that gets stirred up when there is a uh, an acquisition of some kind. So, you know, not having a great view into it it would seem to me that there's a lot of entrepreneurial activity around 
here now because of that. Is that the case? It's a, it's a you, know, uh, you know, very fair assessment, uh, Kerry, um, and especially when companies like Aragon, who've been around here for a long time, and partly because, I mean, uh, in fact, I mean, I, you know, created my growth, my development, you know, and becoming, you know, a successful entrepreneur later on was due to the time I spent at Aragon. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, you know, obviously events like, you know, and M&As do happen in the industry, right? But I, I feel that those, uh, you know, events lead to opportunity That's right. as well. And, and, and I think, uh, in fact, there are people, uh, you know, obviously Bonte was one story and there are other stories that are coming out, you know, as a result of those M&As and not just Jay, but also uh, in East Coast or up in Silicon Valley. Um, you know, uh, it's just experience you build and, and you still have to have these sort of a, a mindset as well, too, about, you know, what's the next opportunity I can build and create uh, something out of it. Sure. Well, and, and to that, you know, you've, you've had the experience, yep. uh, you've had the success, and you sure seem to me to be still very hungry to do it again. And so we've talked a little bit about Ornovi. Um, what, what's the genesis of that as, as sort of your next entrepreneurial yeah. adventure? Absolutely. Uh, I mean, in healthcare, I mean, one of the, uh, and just like physicians as well, too, I mean, you know, my motto is, is in essence, is to how do I, and, and partly because of my engineer training, I'm a chemical engineer by, uh, by background, uh, it's always looking for process improvements, right? Sure. So uh, in, in healthcare, it's all about how do we make patients' life better? Ornovi is you know, based on two words, orno, which is in a Latin word uh, to make something better. V in French is life, right? So in essence, uh, the combination of how do you make life better? That's a mantra that we will, you know, pick on um, uh, with 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 Ornovi, and we'll be focusing on two key areas where we have the expertise. Uh, again, leveraging on the the environment we are in, where ophthalmology and 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 dermatology mm-hmm. slash aesthetics has been very successful stories. That's what Elegant built the whole uh, sure. program along with Botox and Restase and others. So, given that dynamics are changing here as well, too, I want to tap into the resources here. I want to tap into experience here and build. The next, you know, company that's going to focus on improving people's life, uh, and especially in eye care and skin care. That's great. Let's go under the hood a little bit. So you went to school down here in Southern California, yes. and then you spent quite a bit of time away. You were yes. uh, up in the Bay Area uh, for East a while Coast, yeah. as well. And then I think you've been back here around 10 years. What drew you back to the area? Well, so I, I grew up in Silicon Valley, as I mentioned earlier, uh, and as a kid, grew up in San Jose. Uh, and for me, my biggest dream was to go live in New York. You know, mm-hmm. it's the biggest you know opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was fortunate enough that my first job out of school was working for Genron in, in New York, uh, New York State. I lived in the city and uh, commu- uh, commuted to Westchester County, but I could never find anything that's you know similar to where I grew up in San Jose, the mm-hmm. uh, the Silicon Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the only place I could come close to when I was here uh, doing my education was Orange County, and there was okay. a lot of similarity to it. Think about the access to uh, to standard of living here, the weather is great. I mean, yes. great schools. I mean, you have a great university as well, too. And more importantly, I mean, innovation as well. To me, I couldn't find any better place where you can raise a family and have a professional career as well, too. Mm-hmm. So that similarity between Silicon Valley and here is something that mm-hmm. I it drew upon me to you know uh, to live here. And, and I've been here for about 11 years now, so I really enjoy sure. it. You know. So how do you think about Orange County as an innovation community? I mean, I primarily lived in the tech world. You, yeah. you definitely are more in the biotech, biopharma yeah. Yeah. world. But innovation, in some respects, is innovation. Yeah. Uh, how, how do you think about Orange County today as a place where innovation 
uh, can or maybe in, in some cases doesn't happen as much as it is. Okay, I, I mean, uh, I think there's a lot going on. I mean, people don't realize, you know, that, um, you know, in Orange County, I mean, we're about 3 million population. Mm-hmm. I think Santa Clara County is about a million, 2 million there. I mean, we're actually more, we have more resources than the Santa Clara County uh, up in, up in Bay Area. Um, I mean, as I mentioned, healthcare has been great. I mean, uh, two of the biggest, you know, company in ophthalmology, Allergan was here. Um, Edwards is here with the biggest, mm-hmm. you know, medical device company mm-hmm. as well too. So people don't realize in this ecosystem, there's so much stuff happening. But I think what, what hasn't been, you know, um, you know, happened here is the incurring awareness exposure out there uh, and putting Orange County on the map, right? And mm-hmm. I think we need some of that as well. Uh, I mean, last time I checked, I think there's about 90 opt- companies focusing on ophthalmology alone. Wow, you know that's that's huge, and people don't realize that. That has uh, to be the highest density of anywhere in the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. And not not to mention when it comes to in tech, you know this space well with uh, with you know in telecom and, and wireless and and uh, you know uh, mobile devices. There's so much stuff as well. Mm-hmm. In fact, I mean, now that I spend more time uh, listening to in entrepreneurs, right? Uh, last three pitches that I got were actually. Uh, Tech companies focusing on how mm-hmm. to improve the uh, the telecommunication and wireless. So I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's so much happening. Yeah, I think just it's just that we gotta you know uh, do a better job in, in getting that exposure to these entrepreneurs and put this on the map. Sure. Well, and I mean, you mentioned you know telecom, wireless. Obviously, Broadcom has gone through a similar yeah M and A scenario as Allergan, and you know, at least from the things that I'm hearing, there's been a, a bit of a resurgence in entrepreneurial activity around chips right. and yep. other things here. And so I think part of what led me to start the show was just to try to highlight yeah. some of that, because I think for many residents here in Orange County, it still feels like a suburban bedroom community yes. that, that is a place that people go to, to sort of live life, but not in such a dynamic way as you might in a city like New York or, right. or somewhere else. But to your point, there's a lot of really exciting developments yeah. occurring here. So I know we were talking last week about this convergence of healthcare where where you've lived and, and tech where I've lived and that more and more we're probably going to have to have that cross-pollination. What what are thoughts you have on how we can bring those communities together more effectively? Oh, it's a huge opportunity. I mean, uh, I mean, for example, just to, just this, you know, the artificial intelligence platform. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to make such a big difference in, in in our in our business healthcare. Getting access to data. I mm-hmm. mean, imagine, you know, if we can have a better appreciation of the disease pathology, mm-hmm. what's causing some of these uh, diseases you know, to take place, and what demographics and so on. There's so many unknowns that we still don't know yet in, in right. healthcare, right? So, so I think it, you know, I see a huge opportunity uh, where. Uh, you know, data analytics can make a, play a big role uh, in improving drug development. And mm-hmm. how do you make drugs that are uh, medicines that are obviously going to treat uh, some of the patients where we are not seeing a response rate right now? I mean, dermatology is one space that the biggest drug right now uh, for topic dermatitis eczema, um, the response rate is about twenty five percent, which is pretty low. How do you how do you bump that up? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I think this is where I see a lot of opportunities. I mean, not just that. I mean, oncology is another area where a lot of stuff is happening, uh, which I think is going to be exciting for the next few uh, few years uh, uh, to come. Uh, but uh, where I think uh, the combination of you know using the data to uh, or analytics to to get a better appreciation of uh, development of drug disease pathology, those are things going to make a big difference. Yeah, it sounds like find ways to get our friends together and Absolutely. create some of those. Yep. Mashups or collisions right. where yep. some of the um, computer engineers and, right. and some of the I think Google is taking some, some initiative in, in Bay Area where they are opening up this platform. We're allowing people to uh, use it to tap into some of the huge databases. So I think mm-hmm. um, you know some of that work is is starting to, but I think we need to you know push it a bit more. Yeah, for that's sure. Great. 
you've been through the entrepreneurial venture creation entire life cycle process once you're you're starting down that pathway again as you think about the first time and now the second time you certainly you learned a lot no doubt as i've seen uh, in every venture i've done i've i've learned a lot but as you look at the community i have a lot of listeners here who are excited about how to support entrepreneurs like you here what are things you feel like our community should be doing more of to to help more companies get off the ground and be successful here. No, you know, it's funny you mentioned that. Uh, I was kind of thinking about this on the way here this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm a big proponent of uh, whatever I can, experience that I have gained is to pass it on to the next one yes. and, 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 and to watch the success, you know, happen as well. Um, I think from community perspective, it would be great to, I was just, you know, at City Hall for, for some reason. I thought it'd be great to have a little desk over there where an entrepreneur can walk in and say, you know, hey, sure. if I want to start a company, how do I go about yes. it? Right. So I think there might be engagement the way I think, uh, the county office or city can take, uh, uh in, in, in encouraging some of the entrepreneurship, whether it's in, in any field, whether healthcare, mm-hmm. tech, or any other area as well, too. To me, I mean, I also start with the individual as well, too. I mean, you know, there has to be, uh, uh, an, an idea, and and I always you know, recommend to people that never shy away from having a conversation. If you have an idea, talk about it, you right. know, and find someone in your space. Uh, and, and and even if you get turned down or get rejected, mm-hmm. don't give up. You know, there'll be someone out there who listen to you, and, and you just never know. Someone will pick up their idea. I mean, all these successful stories in Silicon Valley, they always had rejections. You know, right. before they became successful. So even for for me, I mean. You know, when I first started off, I mean, there are a lot of people, you know, just shut me down. Like, nah, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But you got to stay firm and, and, and find individuals who can listen to you and advise you in the right direction. Absolutely. One of the criticisms heard of folks in Orange County, I don't know if this is the case in, in your space in biopharma, is that in many cases they look or appear as if they're in a bubble here in Orange County and maybe they don't see how broad the competition is. On a global scale, that they look around Orange County, they don't see anybody else doing what they're doing, and they say, oh, I'll start this because nobody else here is doing it. As you think about doing that sort of market or competitive analysis in in biopharma, is is it a similar thing, or do you feel like when you have 90 ophthalmology companies here, you have a much better ability to gauge what the real global market is? Is. Well, I mean, look, I mean, you got to start with an idea and, and sure. I think, uh, in essence, you know, a better value proposition. And once, once you do a bit of homework and get a better appreciation of the market space you're going after, you'll get a better appreciation of, you know, how big the market size is. I mean, I would never discourage someone if their opportunity is only 50 million versus a billion dollar opportunity. Sure. In fact, I mean, just as a joke, uh, every entrepreneur thinks that their idea is about a billion dollar right. idea, right? So, but you always find people who are interested in uh, even, you know, a 50 million, 100 million dollar opportunity. So, I mean, I would not limit yourself just to, you know, what size the market opportunity is. I think the key is to, is just to have the mindset that's thinking. I mean, I think in our environment, especially here, um, you know, a lot of good stuff going on at UCI, for mm-hmm. example, um, and with the Innovation Center, and but mostly focusing on tech coming out of, you know, UCI. We also also, also got to get other entrepreneurs outside UCI to get engaged as well, too. Okay. So the bubble you were talking about, yes, in a way it does exist for a little bit, but you'd be surprised that there are people who are thinking outside the box and thinking much more global than, than local scene here as well. Mm-hmm. Well, Matt, I think that's something we... We have to encourage the entrepreneurs yep. uh, in many cases here to use the resources that are here, but also be open. And I think with the Internet, obviously, you right. can just uncover so much more yep, information. Yep. The challenge that I, I sometimes see, and I, I'm guessing you occasionally run into this in your world, too, is somebody presents their idea and 
they haven't even bothered to go do a Google search on the the problem space and see that there are 10 other companies pursuing that. And they have in their presentation, I have no competition. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think those can be challenging to discredit. And you've got good programs like Launchpad at Octane, which is good at helping people really crystallize that. Well, I have, a, I have a five-point rule that I follow mm-hmm. every time. I mean, first and foremost is, is you know, you got to make sure from IP perspective you're covered because yes. you want an idea that's not already patented and whatnot. And so do the search early on. Yes. Second thing to me is can you make it? Can you produce? Can you manufacture it? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you have a great idea, but then you run into manufacturing it. Third thing for me is get a proof of concept. Yeah. You got to get proof of concept data. And this applies to both tech and healthcare as well. Too. You got to get proof of concept data, whether, you know, uh, and especially using our terminology, whether it's in, animals or, or humans mm-hmm. or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Fourth is, I mean, you got to make sure that from regulatory perspective and the regulatory authority that you're dealing with, you know, there's, there's no issues with that. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, can you sell that? Can you commercialize yes. it? You know, those are five things. If you do a good job doing the research early on, more likely than not, you'll be in a good spot, you know, because those five things will allow you to get a better appreciation of whether this idea will be successful or not. Mm-hmm. And even there, if you are, I mean, and I don't expect everyone to be expert in that space, find people who can help you understanding that. Once you have those five points answered, I think you set yourself up for success after that. I love that summary. The, I would offer that there might be a sixth, but it's after those five, which would be to properly capitalize yes, the business. And the, the reason I say that is that, I mean, you mentioned this earlier, it may be a $50 million business opportunity. It may be a billion-dollar business opportunity. You probably should capitalize those businesses differently. Absolutely. And Absolutely. you know, I've run across a lot of entrepreneurs here that are drawn in by this excitement of a venture capital investment. Yeah. And they may have the ability to build a good business. Yeah. And a ten, twenty, fifty million dollar business could be a really good yeah. business. Yeah. Uh, but it may not require the kind of capital that uh, a venture capital who's looking for a half a billion to a billion dollar market opportunity is going to to push you to yep. and sometimes those businesses could could be drawn into a right. the, the wrong pathway right. because of that so right. that proper capitalization i think is something we don't spend enough time talking about Absolutely. but is is key i fully agree with that so i talk a lot here on accelerate oc about this ambition of of how do we as a community in orange county create unfair advantage for entrepreneurs like you who are committed to starting and building their companies here. So as you think about unfair advantage of, you know, why you would do it in Orange County, what you would hope that the community would, would provide to you. How do you think about that? Yeah, no, uh, and, and that's, uh, it's a great idea. And, and what it does also, it attracts, you know, entrepreneurs from outside as well. That's right. Yeah, I want to go to Orange County, you know, because Orange County has an environment where I get access to VC, I get access to advice, I guess, you know, from strategy to finance and whatnot. And that's something that can be only created when you have, uh, I mean, I mean, some of this stuff is already happening. I think Octane is doing a great job in with their Launchpad uh, initiative uh, in the UCI is doing some innovation as well too. But, you know, I think more needs to be done. Um, you know, setting up more incubators space mm-hmm. as well too, where people can come in, you know, uh, in a very cost-effective manner, set up their uh, operation, um, get access to advice, get access to, uh, you know, job pool. I mean, mm-hmm. one thing we also realize that, 
here in Orange County, we have access to a lot of good schools as well, too, where, yes. like, where the, uh, the talent is coming out as well. Uh, and not just from academia, but also talent from other big companies as well, too. Mm-hmm. And those are the kind of things that, you know, entrepreneurs are, are looking for. Um, and, and in that environment, I think it's, to your point, the whole aspiration about creating, uh, uh, Orange County as, as a place that if I want to set something up in, say, healthcare, for example, an ophthalmology or skincare, whatever, I see, or medical devices, I see Orange County as the area where, the talent is there, resources are yes. there. So I want to move, gravitate myself, you know, there. And same thing what at one point Silicon Valley was doing, right? Um, uh, the other part I think Orange County does as well too. I think it's, and it's still from the living perspective, we still have opportunity where it's very cost effective for people, mm-hmm. you know, um, even though they get access to greater standard of living, not as expensive as San Francisco or, or Silicon Valley. So I think those are the kind of things that um, can be done to uh, create more of that environment and bring people here. Mm-hmm. That's great. Fuad, we're uh, we're running out of time here. Paul's given me the the time sign, so we're on our final lap here at Accelerate OC. And I always like my guests. I mean, you shared I, I loved your five point plan for the key things to to think about, but I I love to give people that opportunity to share a, a, a lasting piece of advice or a key lesson that they've learned. So, what's the one? key thing you'd love our guests and, and audience to, to take away from absolutely uh i mean from and i'll focus on people you know who want to you know be the next you know generation entrepreneurs and be sure. successful as well too right have confidence you know you got to have you know believe in, in in what you're doing and yourself mm-hmm. and, and and never be afraid of failure i mean that's one thing i always encourage people that unless you fail you would never know how to be successful mm-hmm. right so start mm-hmm. with that first at the same token you know i always joke around people there's entrepreneurs and there are entrepreneurs as well too right mm-hmm. so uh it's it would require a lot of perseverance and never get rejected. I mean, you got to keep at it, right? I mean, obviously you have a better idea uh, in terms of how do you push it forward? It's just one of those things where I mean, sometimes there'll be ups and downs and you got to stick with it. So to me, one message I will pass on to people, uh, if you have an idea, you know, stay with it and, and follow it all the way through. That's great. That follow it all the way through, I think is so, so important. Well, Fua, thank you so much for taking us along on the ride today, sharing the story of Bonte. Really excited to see what's next for you with Ornovi. And you're doing great work, really leading by example here to other entrepreneurs. And I think a a great inspiration to those of us who want to see more innovation and want to see more entrepreneurship here in Orange County. You're definitely doing your part to accelerate OC. Welcome to the family. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You've just listened to Accelerate OC. Join our live recordings every Tuesday morning at accelerateoc.com or listen, like, and share anytime from your favorite podcast spot. Let's accelerate OC together. 